From Greenville, South Carolina, we present... Let the Bible Speak. Let the Bible Speak is the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, preaching Christ in all His fullness. that you've joined us for another broadcast of Let the Bible Speak. Today we continue a series of studies on the doctrine of the person and work of the Holy Spirit. Messages preached by Dr. Alan Cairns, founder of Let the Bible Speak Radio Ministries. We'll hear from Dr. Cairns in just a few minutes. First of all, we invite you to enjoy this devotional thought taken from the pen of the great 19th century preacher Charles Haddon Spurgeon, found in his collection called Faith's Checkbook. Today's devotional is entitled, Return from Backsliding. The text is found in Job chapter 22, verse 23. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Eliphaz, in this utterance, spoke a great truth, which is the summary of many an inspired scripture. Friend, has sin pulled you down? Have you become like a ruin? Has the hand of the Lord gone out against you, so that in a state you are impoverished, and in spirit you are broken down? Was it your own folly which brought upon you all this dilapidation? Then the first thing to be done is to return to the Lord. With deep repentance and sincere faith, find your way back from your backsliding. It is your duty. For you have turned away from him whom you profess to serve. It is your wisdom, for you cannot strive against him and prosper. It is your immediate necessity, for what he has done is nothing compared to what he may do in the way of chastisement, since he is almighty to punish. See what a promise invites you. You shall be built up. None but the Almighty can set up the fallen pillars and restore the tottering walls of your condition. But he can, and he will do it if you return to him. Do not delay. Your crushed mind may quite fail you if you go on to rebel. But hearty confession will ease you, and humble faith will console you. Do this, and all will be well. Of God in shining dawn, 
If anything is obvious in this modern society, it is that people are confused, frightened, and uncertain about the future. Where does one look for the solution to the universal problems of guilt, doubt, and temptation? A number of years ago, Dr. Alan Cairns produced a booklet entitled A New Beginning, which deals with such questions as, How may I have my sins forgiven and my guilt removed? How may I be sure that I possess eternal life and that I am not deluding myself? And how may I enjoy the Christian life and live above constant failure and frustration? Dr. Cairns answers these questions from the Word of God. A new beginning is for inquirers into the nature of the Christian message of salvation and for Christians desiring to gain a good grasp of the first principles of the gospel. It is useful for both personal use and for group study and discussion. For a free copy of A New Beginning, you may call us at 864-244-2408. That's 864-244-2408. You may email us at info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. If you prefer regular mail, simply write, Let the Bible Speak. 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Just ask for your copy of A New Beginning, and we'll be happy to provide it. Today on Let the Bible Speak, Dr. Cairns continues a message called The Leading of the Holy Spirit, part of this series of studies in the person and work of the Spirit. There's much confusion and misinformation about this particular issue, something which is of vital importance to every sincere Christian. In the course of this message, Dr. Cairns is emphasizing three important words that are the infallible indication of the Holy Spirit's leading, God's Word, God's Way, and God's will. Now, Dr. Cairns continues this message, The Leading of the Holy Spirit. Most people who are claiming to be led hither and thither in 
to this decision and that decision by the Spirit of God are greatly ignorant of that book. Now I'm going to make a very sweeping statement today and it's going to trample some people's pet corns and instead of apologizing I am going to say glory to God. And the statement is this that if the Lord is not leading you into a knowledge of the Bible, then the Lord is not leading you at all. When you get this down, you will realize that this business of making a decision, walking an aisle, signing a card, putting up your hand to join the church, and that makes you a Christian, and you never again have an interest in the Bible. You never come to know anything of the Bible. There is no heart desire for the Bible. There is no getting into the Bible. Those things, decisions, etc., are the counterfeits of true Christianity, and you have the evidence, solid evidence, of the absence of the leading of the Spirit of God. Now, you can tell me you've got visions. I want to tell you they are not of God. You can tell me you hear voices, they're of the devil or of your own overwrought imagination. You can tell me that you've had wonderful experiences, but I tell you today in the name of Jesus Christ and in the authority of that word, that the very first action of the leading Spirit of God is to lead you to the book of God. And if He hasn't led you into Scripture, then he isn't leading you at all. Not only does he lead you to the Scripture to give an understanding of the Gospel, and I'm being deliberately brief in that, for I've spent the last two Sunday mornings dealing with the Holy Ghost, really, and the mind of the Christian and how he illuminates him, etc. Not only does he lead you to the book and lead you to the Christ who is at the heart of the book and lead you into an understanding of the gospel, not only does he anoint you to give you a mind to receive the word of God, but having done so, he leads you in your life in accordance with this Bible. The spirit of truth leads according to the word of truth. Uh, a second proposition, therefore, I'm making, the first was that if the Holy Spirit hasn't led you to the Bible, he hasn't led you at all. The second is that the Holy Ghost never leads in opposition to this written Word of God. Never. There are so many times when people wonder, what is the Lord's will in a given realm? What is the Lord's will? And very often the Bible has already spoken. For instance, you get a person who's in a church that's apostate, preaches another gospel, denies Jesus Christ. I've talked over the years to many such people and they say, well, when the Lord shows me that it's the will of God for me to get out, then I'll get out. But my friend, the Lord has already spoken. 
The Lord has already said, Come out from among them and be separate. The Lord has already said, Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. The Lord has already spoken. And when the Bible speaks, there is no need of further revelation. This is true of Satan Sinner. I remember speaking many years ago to a young woman about her soul. And she said, I know it's all true. And when the Lord gives me uh, some special feeling, some special revelation, then I, I'll come to Christ. And it was only an excuse to go on and sin. I told her what I tell you, that the Lord has given you that revelation in His Word. He has given you that commandment in His Word. He has given you the warrant in His Word to come to Jesus Christ. And when the Bible speaks, you ought to obey. Because if you do anything else, you are certainly not going according to the leading of the Word of God. You remember the words of Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 20? To the law and to the testimony. That's always your appeal. To the law and to the testimony. If they don't agree with this, if they don't speak according to this word, then it is because there is no light in them. Peter took up the same idea of light in 2 Peter 1.19, and he says, We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place. This is the light of the leading of the Spirit of God. He leads you to and through the Word. But then the Holy Ghost leads the Christian not only into God's Word, but He leads him in God's way. Now this is often overlooked in Romans chapter 8. I want you to notice very carefully the connection in Romans 8 between verse 13 and verse 14. If you live after the flesh, you shall die. Now let me just stop and interject something here. When I was a young preacher, I used to think that that was saying to Christians... If you live after the flesh, if you live in a, as a Christian in a carnal manner, death will come into your life. And I remember thinking of death to your love for souls, death to your love for the Bible, death to the place of prayer in your life, and all those things. Sounds good, but it's not true. He's saying if you live habitually, continually, as the disposition of your life, as the desire of your heart... as the way to be satisfied. If you live your life after the flesh, you're not saved. Now, he's not preaching perfection for Christians. They're not perfect. We'll go on to see that. They're not perfect. But nonetheless, whereas the ungodly man is living his life on one plea and only, the believer in Jesus Christ has a higher principle within him because he has the Holy Spirit within him. And the Holy Spirit is striving against the flesh and conflicting ever with the mind of the flesh and against the darkness of the fleshly mind. He is giving the light of the gospel against the depravity of the fleshly desires. He is giving 
But if you are habitually and only living after the flesh, Paul says you'll die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, if you will put to death the deeds of the body, if there is within you that desire, that yearning to put to death the body, to make not provision for the flesh, but to live according to the mind of God, if you will uh, mortify through the Spirit the deeds of the body, ye shall live for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of what is the leading of the Spirit of God chiefly concerned with? It's chiefly concerned with holiness. The leading of the Spirit of God is that which leads a believer into the very center of the ways of the Lord. That he walks in God's way. He walks in the way of holiness. In Proverbs 8 and 20, divine wisdom says, I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of judgment. I lead in the way of righteousness. The leading of the Spirit of God is always a leading into righteousness and into holiness. Now Paul throws light on this over in the book of Galatians chapter 5. If you look at verse 16, he says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit. Now we all know that. But we don't pay enough attention to the next statement. And the Spirit against the flesh. I want you to notice that. The Spirit lusteth against the flesh. Now I'm going to show you that this is dealing with the leading of the Spirit. Down in verse 18 of Galatians 5 he says, If ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. It's exactly the same sentiment as Romans 8.14. He's speaking of the leading of the Spirit here. And he's saying, as the Spirit leads the believer, he lusts against the flesh. The word lust does not necessarily in Scripture mean sinful desire. It means strong, overwhelming desire. And as the flesh overwhelmingly longs to conquer the Spirit, so the Spirit overwhelmingly longs in the believer to conquer the flesh. He desires the conquest of the flesh in the believer. Now turn over to the book of James and you'll see how James takes the very same thought. James 4 and verse 5. Now he's castigating Christians for spiritual adultery, friendship with the world. And he says, verse 4, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God? Do ye think that the Scriptures
yourself in vain the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy. Now, to look at the verse as it appears in the English translation, most people are going to say, well, uh, the spirit that is in us is the wicked, depraved spirit that's always lusting to, ang- to envy. But that's the very opposite to what James is saying. He is arguing against Christians being carnal. And he says, do you think that it is in vain and an empty fashion uh, that the scripture says, and this is the meaning, the spirit who took up his abode in us longs with jealous envy. The Holy Spirit, whom God has sent to take up his abode in us, longs with jealousy for the holiness of the Christian. Just as in the Ten Commandments from the throne of heaven, God said, The Lord thy God is a jealous God. So here James says, The Holy Spirit longs with a jealous envy in the believer. In other words, he stirs up strong desires in a Christian because he is jealous for the testimony of that Christian. He's jealous that that Christian would walk in ways holiness. Let me say, my friend, here is one very strong evidence of the leading of the Holy Spirit. If there are within the believer's breast strong desires stirred up after holiness, strong desires to overcome the flesh, Sometimes, therefore, strong mourning over sin. Thank God there is the evidence of the leading of the Spirit of God. He leads us to the Word. He leads us in the way of holiness. Now, notice the order. First the Word, then the way. How do you know what is holy? By the Word. How do you know God's way? By God's Word. He leads us firstly to the Word. Then He leads us in the way. And then, and only then, can we come to this, that the Holy Ghost leads the Christian in God's will. Now, to know the will of God is the desire of every true Christian. If you tell me you're saved and you have no concern what the will of God is for your life, then I doubt the reality of your Christianity. Every true Christian has an inbred yearning for the will of God. This is the constant prayer of the Christian. listening to Let the Bible Speak, the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America. We hope you've enjoyed and benefited from today's program. We are here as your servants for Christ's sake. If we can be of any further help to you in the things of the Lord, we invite you to contact us. If you would like to receive our booklet, Separated Unto the Gospel, a booklet that sets forth the beliefs and standards of the Free Presbyterian Church, you may have a copy free of charge. 
simply for the asking. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Our email address is info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. If you would like to learn more about the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, we invite you to visit our website, www.fpcna.org. That's www.fpcna.org. This is Charles Kelsch saying thank you for listening and inviting you to join us again as we Let the Bible Speak. 